0: Okay, I want a nice, clean game, gentlemen. That would be a first. Wait, why do these playing cards have pictures of weapons all over them?
1: Well, they're totally not cards from Clue, if that's what you're asking. Jeez, man, play along with the bit.
0: Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, Hit me. Not literally. Wait, is Hit Me even a poker thing? Doesn't matter. Let's get back on plot. Ahem, so, so I hear that Batman
1: cartoon podcast is finally doing Almost Got Him.
0: Took him long enough. No kidding. It's like they watch the one where Batman's butler goes to a health spa, but the namesake of the whole podcast? Nah, we can push that off for a while.
1: <laughs> Butler. Uh, well, when you only do one podcast every month, it gets harder to cover everything. Maybe if the one guy wasn't so busy talking about old Halloween costumes on YouTube, they could
0: get more done. Yeah, or if the other guy wasn't so busy being ma- married? Come on, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know what they say.
0: What do they say?
1: Give me a sec. I'm searching for a
0: segue. Well, while you're doing that, I was wondering, do you remember the first time you saw Almost Got Him?
1: I feel like that should have been my line, but you threw it out there, so I'm going that, with it. Yes. I was
0: about to think, that sounds like a Jimmy line, not a line.
1: <laughs> Yes, I remember. It was like yesterday. I was ten.
0: It would take a lot of yesterdays to get back to when you were ten.
1: I don't like your tone. Keep it up, and it'll be you with the revolver in the conservatory. Anyway, I was ten. And Mom and Pop and I had just sat down to din-din as the autumnal glow of the old black and white beckoned to me on from the on top of the refrigerator. Five o'clock. Same bat time, same bat channel. The opening credits started that I knew so well, but hold up, not just one villain, but all the villains, with multiple stories that each ended with a capper, and the capper came back at the end with a pretty bow on it. It left quite an impression. That much more so than Mom's Meatloaf again. And that's the first time I saw Almost
0: Got Hmm. A cute little nostalgic yarn, but mine is superior, and we'll hear it right after these. Commercial messages. Snap. This is only a test.
1: And this is a commercial.
0: Kraft Macaroni and Cheese presents... Super Mario Brothers. Catch the uncanny mutants in the hour-long X-Men special. New Year's Morning on Fox. Inspector Gadget's back.
1: And now, back to our show. (laughs) Well, that reminds me. I can't miss Mama's Family tonight at 7. Anyway, you were saying...
0: Yes, my almost him story. I was, well, significantly younger than you when my mother, father, and four sets of siblings I don't have siblings decided to flee my homeland. It, our rations were, sca- were scarce and we lived that entire winter on the run huddled closely together for warmth. Where are we going with this? One day, Papa took me aside and pulled a shiny goat farthing farting? Farthing... What's farthing? Farthing
1: is like an ancient penny. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It just sounded funny.
0: Shiny gold farthing out of his pocket. His hands were caked with shut. We had worked for years in the mines to make that farthing. There's so much farthing on this script. And I knew exactly what he wanted me to do. Sonny boy, he said in his final... and his final words to me, <laughs> father's still alive, take these last few bits we have and make your papa proud. Go down to the movie house and see that Batman picture show you're always gabbing about. Jimmy, what the <laughs> hell is this? My homeland. You trying to get me canceled? Not a single bit of this is true.
1: Well, I emailed you and told you I was writing this, but you never sent anything back, so I just made a bunch of
0: <laughs> up. You emailed From what? Your hotmail? Just send me a text, Grandpa, and I'll get back to you. Don't start We text all the time. Don't
1: start (laughs) with me, Brandon, and I'll turn this podcast around and we'll go home.
0: That suits me just fine. Fine. What do you you think, think, Croc? Croc? I threw a rock at him. He said the thing. Who keeps inviting this guy to card games? Hey, Croc, this is an A and B conversation, so see your way out of it. I don't think so. Hey, that's that's not not Killer Killer Croc. Croc. Something very familiar about all this.
1: Holy derivative references! Batman is in the intro to a Batman podcast. That's totally meta.
0: You said the thing.
1: Look out! <laughs> oh, take a shot. It's a 66 reference.
0: <sighs> Someone cut to the theme music. You're listening to almost got him a batman the animated series podcast and now your hosts brandon and jimmy hi i'm brandon
1: hey it's jimmy what the hell was that (laughs) well i wanted to come up with something uh very different
0: it was that uh, was definitely different very
1: very me and and you have a little fun
0: as we talk
1: about uh it's Almost Got him. That's the name of the podcast! We're
0: finally doing the episode after all this time. This is episode, what is it, how many episodes have we done? Like 28, 29, 30? We're, we're not quite at 30, so it's gotta be like episode 28 or 29 by now. I think we're into the 20s. Oh, it's it's upper 20s for sure. Uh, but yeah, we're finally gonna do Almost Got him because, well, it aired November 10th, 1992, which was 10, not 10, wow. Which was 30 years ago. Wow. (laughs) This episode has been on the airwaves for 30 years.
1: So do you actually remember, like, separate away from the bit, do you actually remember it wasn't from your homeland? Do you remember the first time you saw this episode? I do,
0: actually. I watched it at daycare. Um, I I was a big Batman fan, and they would let us watch Batman occasionally. And I I kind of had the same feelings that you mentioned in the skit earlier. I was just like, oh, we got all the villains in this one. This is really fun. Yeah, but, my,
1: mine is fairly how it was. Like I, I do yeah. remember, like oh, they're all together. Oh, and it just and, keeps going and going. I remember, and-
0: I remember loving the ending with all the, all the cops showing up and stuff. Yeah. I totally blocked out of my mind for many years that Batman was Killer Croc all of a sudden, but we'll talk about that later. We will talk about that. Um, but yeah, uh, I remember watching it, and at, at the time, of course, I was only so I, I turned thirty seven Wednesday, so thirty years ago I was seven. Probably six when it came out, so I was still fairly young, so I didn't really have like a barometer of oh, this is great class television. But even then, I was like, this is my favorite episode.
1: And how did we come to call this podcast? Uh, almost got kind
0: of- him. Uh, that was, was your a- idea. Was it my idea? That was your idea.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, it was a gimme. No, it was kind yeah. of a gimme. Yeah. You know, you kind of hit a come up with something. Why not name it the best episode of the original show?
0: And and it worked. It works. It works. Um, but yeah, we're finally going to cover it. We have, we're going to talk about that episode that aired November 10th, 1992, directed by Eric Randumski and written by, of course, the great Paul Denny. This uh, story is based on a four-part comic story back in Batman 291 through 294. It was called Where Were You on the Night Batman Was Killed? It was by David Fern Reed and John Cowanen. What's interesting about those two guys is I'm very, very well knowledgeable about a lot of different writers and artists. And I've never heard of either one of them, which is very, very rare for me, actually, especially both. Um, each issue features a villain recounting how they, quote unquote, killed Batman. The villains of that story were a little bit different than this episode. It was Catwoman, the Riddler, who doesn't even show up in this episode. Mm-hmm. The Joker, of course. And the fourth one was the one that caught me off guard. Lex Luthor. Oh. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah, I might have to see if I can find those uh, issues in like a back issue bin or something. Have um, we...
1: have the, Has the Riddler... 'Cause we skipped ahead for the Riddler episode, right? Has he been yeah, introduced no. into the uh, in, No, into the-
0: so this is the thirty-fifth episode of the show. Okay, so he hasn't. The Riddler gets introduced in, I believe, episode forty one. Okay. It's not much lo- longer, but yeah, he has still not been introduced at this point in time. Gotcha. But he would have he would have been perfect for this episode.
1: And we start the episode by saying they start by saying that uh, Batman just apprehended Matt Hatter. Yes, who hasn't yes, been I around very long. That,
0: yeah. Um but yeah, there's for those wondering, there are seven villains in this episode. Uh, five of them are playing cards. Those five are the Joker, Killer Croc with with an asterisk, um, Poison Ivy, the Penguin, and Two Face. Of course, also in this episode, you have great cameos by Harley Quinn and Catwoman. So this it's just star studded. And uh, you never really got to see too many episodes like this of Batman the Animated Series where you have, like, everyone on. I can only think of one other uh, write-off, which is Trial. The
1: Trial, yeah.
0: Uh, is there any other episodes you can think of that had this much uh, villainy?
1: I none come to to mind. It was always exciting to me in 66 when they would uh, combine villains, which I didn't do a whole lot because I did that in the movie with the four main villains. Um, There is one where there is where Penguin and Joker are together for like a three parter, Um, but it didn't happen a whole lot. But it was always that what it reminded me of, of like how excited I was when uh, when characters villains would meet in the 66 show. Um, So that's this is doubly or what's more than doubly. Thirdly,
0: thirdly, uh quadru- Quintip- quadru- I think we if double, w would be like quadru- Quintuple or something it's, like that.
1: It's so much more goddamn exciting because you have all of these villains together. yeah,
0: yeah, and you're getting actually you're getting like many many episodes in the show as well. You get like okay, we get a poison, poison ivy versus Batman story. We get a Joker and Harley against Batman and Catwoman story. We get you know uh, Batman versus Penguin and Batman versus Two Face all in there. I think I say
1: that I will say this again many times, probably in my synopsis later, but everyone is so on brand.
0: Yeah. Oh, Characters everybody is totally on brand. and like It's wonderful. Paul Denny's writing in this yeah. and, of co- and the acting by the likes of Mark Hamill and uh, Paul Williams, Richard Maul, uh, Diane Pershing. Uh, everyone is just fantastic in this episode. Even And even Kevin Conroy, who doesn't really have a huge ep- uh, part in this episode. Mm hmm. Um, this is the highest ranked episode on IMDb when it comes to like critical review and fan review, um, and it, IGN did a countdown years ago and they named this their second favorite episode of Batman the Animated Series, number one behind uh, Heart of Ice. I almost said Heart of Glass, <laughs> like for <laughs> real. Ruined almost it. did that. I'm you ruined it have forever. ruined it for me. Yeah. Yes, thank you, Blondie. Uh, Demi, which one do you like better? Do you think this? Or heart of, I almost got it again. Do you like almost got him, or or heart of ice? Better.
1: I think it's this one. I think it's um, this one for me too. Yeah. Uh, I think
0: just... heart of ice is definitely more uh, powerful. Oh yeah. If you will. Yeah. But when you watch heart of ice, there's there's some like really big like errors, or there's some big weird cartoony things in that one at times. Where mm-hmm. this one is just pretty much perfect with like maybe like two little of Speed Bumps, which I'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. But um, would you like to go ahead and begin the synopsis? And there's a, by the way, there's a commentary of this on the DVD, this episode on DVD, correct? Oh,
1: speaking of the commentary, so before I go on the synopsis, I have a few little things I pulled from the commentary. Um, not much, but these are little facts.
0: I've got, I've got a few too, so... Uh,
1: okay, always. there might be, we don't, again, we don't always be confer, some crossover. So there might be some crossover. So, um, originally... The poison ivy bit. Oh, I've got that one. Yeah. Okay. Was supposed to take place at Christmas. Yeah,
0: they're supposed to be like burning Christmas trees with or something exploding like that? Christmas trees. Censors made them change it. Did they? Did they say why the censors made them change it? Was it just because kids don't need to see Christmas burning or something? I guess
1: standards and practice. Just they didn't really say specifically. Also, last Christmas by Wham was originally about Easter.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Did you not know that? No, tell me that story. I, I don't. That's all. I wrote last, that down as a gag. Was it like last Easter? I gave you my heart. I don't know if the
1: words were different, but because I guess Easter is bigger over the pond, and uh, they were like, "Hey, wham! We could we could make this about Christmas, and this this will sell everywhere." But originally, yes, um, last Christmas was last Easter,
0: and last Christmas I gave you my heart, but the very next day you gave it away.
1: Yeah, and you don't really I guess people give gifts on Easter. I don't know how that would have worked. Might it might have been a different song. But anyway. Also, Harley's boxing glove is based on a real gun that Eric Randomsky bought for Bruce Tim while he was on vacation. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, with the with the with the uh, punching with the glove yeah, thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um there was uh a... That's all I got. Oh, so that's all I got. That's
1: um, my guy. My my two facts.
0: My facts also include that um this is the second episode to show Batman bleeding. The first one was oh, the yep. original pilot, uh, the Man Bat episode. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also the first episode to mention that Poison Ivy is immune to poisons, which has became a big uh, character trait of hers going forward. Uh, also, her costume, the one that you really like from her flashback, mm-hmm. that w- was the costume that inspired her look for new Batman adventures. Oh,
1: yes, I can see that.
0: There's also happens to be a read-along story tape version of this episode. And I had the book.
1: Now there's there's a, there's differences in that.
0: There, uh yeah, yeah. Uh, the no poison ivy, I believe. Maybe. Oh, that,
1: okay, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh,
0: and they're missing a villain, but I think it. I think it's poison ivy they're missing. I think they just didn't want to show Batman fighting a, a girl. Maybe. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, I had I had the book somewhere. I because I looked it up on uh, Google Image Search, and I was just like, wait a minute, I had that book. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I, I did not have the tape, I don't think, though. Do you have the tape by any chance? I don't, but now that we are talking about it,
1: I kind of think I need to have that because it holds, let's, you know, we do the podcast with a name. So I don't,
0: though, but I'd like to.
1: Uh,
0: all right. Uh, if you want to, go ahead and get this synopsis going.
1: Almost got him. Written by Paul Dini and directed by Eric Rondomski. So in a seedy little gin joint, the upper crust of Gotham's rogues gallery sit down to a wouldn't-you-know-it unfriendly game of cards the penguin the joker two-face and killer croc all exchange appropriate banter and shtick, pacific puns as poison ivy saunters in that was really hard There's to a, say brandon you, you wrote that for yourself that's <laughs> I, rough that's you're torturing yourself I, I, there <laughs> i painted myself in the corner <clears throat> the group chews the fat for a bit and then begins regaling each other with their own specific tale of how they almost got the batman Poison Ivy goes first as she describes her Halloween encounter with Batman infecting a pumpkin patch with her toxic spray. Exploding pumpkins are one thing, but I'd say if Poison Ivy's black Halloween onesie doesn't intoxicate the bat, nothing will.
0: Interesting uh, fact about the uh, uh, throwing pumpkins after she tells her story. Joker makes a joke about her throwing uh, exploding pumpkins. Mm -hmm. Like a year or two later, Mark Hamill started. Voicing the character of Hobgoblin in the Spider-Man animated series, who throws exploding, exploding pumpkin pumpkins. bombs. So, the more that. you know, it all comes together.
1: <laughs> but the Cape Crusader, I like that I use Cape Crusader. I normally do that in these synopsis. But the Cape Crusader uses a remote-controlled Batmobile to run or ride up a pole, and sometimes a pole is just a pole. Still she almost got him and if this diamond select statue of poison ivy in this outfit ever comes back in stock the rate no almost i will have her they make this oh my yes with the pumpkins around her you how do you not own that yet i didn't even know it was a thing um (laughs) but now i i must have that next up is two-face who along with his goons rob batman of his utility belt and strap him to a giant oversized penny Just when he's about to flip his own coin.
0: Oh, my.
1: (laughs) I didn't mean for that to come out that way, but it did. Just when he's about to flip his own coin, Face realizes Batman is using it to cut the ropes. Harvey triggers the catapult and the giant coin goes flying through the air just as Batman breaks free and kicks the snot at a Two-Face and his goons. Batman flips the coin back to Two-Face, who lands in a pile of money. I owe you a dollar, quips the Dark Knight. But as most comic fans know, Batman ultimately kept the change. You want to explain that reference, Brandon?
0: Like he got the got the penny in like a story, but I don't really know much about it. It was an earlier uh, Two Face story, but it wasn't. I don't think he was flipped or anything like that. So
1: it wasn't a, Two-Face where the it was a Two Face story. It was a it was a Two Face okay. story. Yes. Okay.
0: But I think it was just like in Two Face's lair or something like that. And oh, he okay. Just, he, I, I don't think he ever explained why he took it. He just kind of did. What
1: about the dinosaur? Isn't there a dinosaur that's in the Batcave? There is
0: a dinosaur in the Batcave. Okay. They, they don't ever show that in the cartoon, do they? No,
1: they don't. They don't.
0: Which is unfortunate, because that that's pretty badass. So
1: next up is Killer Croc, who says the thing. I threw
0: a rock at him.
1: And in case you're wondering.
0: It was a big rock.
1: The penguin throws his parasol into the ring with a tail from his aviary of doom. Batman is besieged by poisonous hummingbirds and then attacked <laughs> by a giant cassowary.
0: Their, their fight is a little comical. A little
1: bit. Batman takes out with the venom of one of the waterlogged hummingbirds he knocked out with a blast from the sprinkler system. The penguin escapes with the aid of a flying umbrella, which is so pingy. Again, everyone is so on brand yes, in this yes.
0: episode. Everybody And everybody's uh, story shows how each villain is completely unique as well, yes. which is, I Perfect. think, the other thing that really makes the episode work.
1: Finally, the Joker pipes up with his almost got story involving a full-on parody of The Tonight Show. In and black Harley and white. In black and white. black and
0: white, and Harley doing her best, Ed McMahon. I mentioned her being Ed McMahon in my notes, actually. She's great. <laughs>
1: And the main guest is surprisingly not David Brenner. It's the Batman himself who's been strapped to an electric chair.
0: That's a hard guest to book for a night show, I'm just saying.
1: I an electric chair. You know the the
0: (laughs) Prince song from the
1: 89? All
0: right. I know Bat Dance.
1: One that is powered by laughter and a captive audience about to laugh their sacks empty with the aid of Joker's laughing gas.
0: Just say laughter sacks empty. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, oh, wow. That's
1: that's a reference for someone who doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that's the thing we say. Hi, Dave. I hope the baby comes out well.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> good luck, Dave.
1: Good luck. <laughs> Just as Joker is about to delight us with his own version of Karnak, in swings Catwoman to save the day and rescue Batsy from the Joker's clutches.
0: Yeah, she's turned face all of a sudden. She's kind of a good guy in this one, which is nice.
1: But unfortunately, cats don't always land on their feet as Joker reveals that Catwoman is currently at a cat food processing plant where she's about to be ground into chow. Cat chow,
0: that is. And that is exactly what Bruce wanted to know.
1: But of course, we've all seen the episode, so it's no spoiler. We've already spoiled it uh, that Killer Croc was never Killer Croc. He was the Batman in disguise.
0: Can you explain how he did that?
1: No, I cannot. But we've, we've seen him look like people before.
0: I know, know, but Killer is like a whole ordeal. Like, you have to change your entire uh, like skin and your body shape and contacts, which is, he has, like, big cartoony eyes. I, I don't know. It just feels...
1: I think that, you know what makes it work? This is me stepping on the synopsis. It's that wonderful reveal where the... The, the 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 lights are moving back and oh, forth. Oh, that's fantastic. And you reveal that, because you go, okay, that's not possible, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, it, it's more of like- Oh, I, I forgive it for yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to go like, well, wait a minute. Like, it's just like, okay, like it's insinuating and you're like, okay, you get it. Um, and that, but that moment to me makes it work where you just, You know, it's like, stop thinking so much and just enjoy how this is, because it's a wonderful reveal.
0: I love love that all the patrons are the Gotham City PD, too. Everyone is there. All the
1: cops. Every single cop. Bullock, Commissioner Gordon, not the cat that my friend's sister owns, but the actual Mm -hmm. man. They're all there as Batman quips. I'm not bad with traps myself.
0: Ooh, when Batman quips, you know, I I love that. (laughs) That does remind me, no, no Alfred in this episode. I was about by the to way. say, there's no sassy Man. Alfred,
1: so that does take it down. Maybe, peg, maybe,
0: maybe this episode's not as good as as I remember.
1: <laughs> the Dark Knight drops in to save Catwoman from the clutches of Harley at the Cat Food Company, but who's going to save Batman from the clutches of Catwoman herself? As they stand atop the Cat Food Company, watching the police take Harley away. She muses to him that maybe they could have a place for each... Uh, as I'm doing this, I'm getting uh, goosebumps, actually, because this yeah, part...
0: This part is amazing. She
1: muses to him that maybe they could have a place for each other without Gotham, without the freaks, maybe without masks. Batman answers, maybe. As she's distracted by the sound of a siren, she turns back to see Batman swing away, smiling to herself. Hmm. Almost got him. And that, Brandon, is a perfect, perfect. ending. Perfect. A perfect episode called... Almost got him. Oh,
0: I love that ending. I'll be bringing that up multiple times here. But as good as the ending is, Jimmy, please tell me how Batman begins.
1: Well, his parents got... Sh- oh, you're talking about this oh, episode. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Every episode of Batman the Animated Series has a title card where it has the title of the episode and a visual to accompany that title, like, a say, a cover of a book. What did you think of the title card of Almost Got Him?
1: It's butter, Brandon. That font, it's that fantastic. music. fantastic. Silhouettes, perfect. Love how the music starts at the title card and goes on into the actual episode.
0: Yeah, it's, a, a, it's silhouettes of people playing poker, and it's just... And, of course, the music, like I said, the music, we use it every yes. episode of this show. I always
1: forget that's what it is. Like, oh, I, yeah, I totally film. had no idea that that mm-hmm. was the music
0: from it. and mm-hmm. that they, So I watched the episode twice in the last 12 hours. I watched it once for note-taking and once just for fun because mm-hmm. I, I just love this episode so much. But yeah, when that song came on, I was like, ah, I get it now. I get it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, absolutely love the uh, title card. Absolutely love it. I also love a lot of the quotes from this episode. So Jimmy, holy speech bubble, Batman. What was your favorite quote from Almost Got Him? Well, we've already mentioned
1: the immortal line from Killer Croc.
0: It was a big rock.
1: Um, One of the best exchanges... In the history of the show, happens in this episode um, between uh, ex lovers. (laughs) Uh, Pam says, You're still looking halfway decent. Harvey says, Half of me wants to strangle you. Pam says, What does the other half want? To hit you with a truck. We used to date. I just I love, love that I, I love, love it that. I love that the continuity is I love that
0: they've referenced that they reference that. They, yes. n- they don't do a lot of continuity on this show it, I, and I
1: love the reaction Joker and Ping were like oh no man. yeah we're
0: gonna stay out of that when the Joker decides to stay out of something you know it's- you
1: know it's <laughs> well he's had some toxic relationships yeah yeah, so. yeah. Uh, speaking of the Joker the Joker talking about the laughter-fueled electric chair
0: oh that's great
1: yes uh the merest titterer guffaw starts the chair's generator revving up towards maximum zappage love it Love that
0: line. I also put, like, two different lines in here. So I thought you might pick uh, one of them, but luckily you did not. So I'm going to go with both of them. Uh, The first one is just kind of a classic line from from the show that sets everything into motion. All the villains are arguing around the poker table about who is close to defeating Batman and Joker whistles for them to stop. And he says the quote, the fact is, each of us has their own almost got him story to tell. And I just love that that just sets it up, the entire thing. Yeah. But probably my number one favorite quote, and this is the one I thought you might put in there. It's the one that gave me goosebumps as well. It's at the end when Catwoman tries to make a pass of Batman, and he goes off into the dark night, and she says, hmm, I almost got him," And that just... I that's such a great ending and just brings everything back. Like the, the writing in this episode, is just a tour de force. I just can't not gush about it enough.
1: Well, it was, as I sort of said in the synopsis, it's one of those things where you're watching it. I was watching it as a kid and I'm like, Oh, she said the line they said, except she means something different. Yes. Um, something very something different, <laughs> very different. And it's just, um, yeah, it is, it is kind of the line of the episode really, um, and yeah, it, uh, I just love that growing up. It, it's, and that ending, just the two of them standing up there is that that's quintessentially that's like why, that's why a hundred years later, we still talk about those characters and still love those characters is that, yeah. that core relationship of, uh, you know, I want to be with you, but I can't, I'm Batman mm-hmm. and I almost got him. It's just, it's poetic
0: it's, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, who is on the c- commentary track on the DVD, by the way? Uh,
1: it's the, it's the, it's Bruce, Tim, it's Deanie and Rendomski. R- R-
0: uh, yeah. was it a really good commentary overall
1: Um, I didn't know if Danny
0: would talk about why he came up with a lot of these choices and stuff Like, I it's just perfect choices He doesn't show. say as
1: much as the other two and their, their stuff is more like they're talking about I know they were really into specific bits of the animation like all that Poison Ivy stuff they liked a lot I think they said it was one of the best uh, looking poison ivies, I agree.
0: Uh, they uh, did. They say that they still would have preferred the uh, Christmas trees. No, they the... d-
1: they didn't elaborate. I, much I, on
0: I it. had read online that one of them, I can't remember who it was, uh, it was either uh, Bruce Tim or Paul Denny, still thinks that the context would have been better for the Christmas trees, but they were happy with how the Halloween stuff turned out.
1: I mean, uh, who I can't say too much about. I mean, I love that. Um, and I always forget that that's about to happen. And I'm like, oh, we're doing a Halloween thing. So
0: it's great. I love it. Now, Jimmy, wait till they get a load of me. Wing freak terrorizes, wait till they get a load of me. Jimmy, there. this is an all-star cast on this episode. And we have to pick a favorite character. And there are, literally, you could choose pretty much anybody in this episode. So, Jimmy... Who is your favorite character of the Immortal episode known as Almost Got Him,
1: Brandon? This is an ensemble
0: episode. It and, really is. It's it's tough.
1: And I've given an ensemble award before. Oh. Um, this is really, this is really plain and simple. What this should be, um, because everyone is quintessentially them. Um, but I, I don't know if I have. But I did go ahead further and pick some standouts. Um, and I guess out of my standouts, I can pick one. Um, the Joker is used perfectly here. Uh, It's kind of quintessential Joker. He doesn't overpower the others. He's always on. He's always the Joker. And he's always kind of like, as you said, he's the one that says, uh, everyone has an almost got him story. You know, he's teeing up everything. Yeah, And I'm
0: going to go ahead and interject really quick. My pick was the Joker. That's uh, like, I love everybody involved, but I felt like he was the strongest of the bunch.
1: He's he's the master of ceremonies in so many ways. Um, I think the inclusion of Poison Ivy... It's I think it's her introduction is perfect. And outside of Harley and Ivy, this is probably my favorite appearance of her on the show. Yeah. Um, Popping in there. She's fantastic in the hat and the in the trench coat. Um, I love that. And I think this is probably and I'm I'm. I kind of want to give this to Catwoman because I think it's my favorite Catwoman appearance.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I totally forgot uh, how good she was in this.
1: So I'm probably going to give it, uh, I'm going to, it really is an ensemble, but I'm going to give it to Catwoman just because she comes in at the oh. end and it's such a great use of her character. And again, quintessentially, those two characters standing at the end, Batman and Catwoman, it so perfectly encapsulates who they are.
0: It's beautiful. And it's, uh, it's a scene that echoes years later in the comics when they yeah. went through, when they finally started kind of exploring being with each other in the uh, quintessential story known as Hush. And then, of course, the last couple years where they actually eventually got got married and then they broke up two weeks later. But there was like a five-year storyline of them being a couple. That was just absolutely great, in my opinion. But what's not absolutely great is usually who wins the Condiment King Award. Jimmy, this is a hard one to... Uh, Grant a condiment king award to because everyone is just playing their parts uh, t- to the nines. Who gets the condiment king award for you and almost got him.
1: Well, um, I'm cheaping out on this one. Uh, Two Face name drops his thugs in this. They're called the Two Ton Gang and they're totally useless. They get a name. Um, and I'm just—I approve to, of this. I, I approve I'm of this. I'm going to have to say them because who am I going to choose?
0: It, 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 it's
1: everyone here is perfect. There's no weak. There's no weak link at all in this.
0: There, there really isn't. No. Um, I so I had forgotten to put my condiment king award winner down. So I was like, okay, we're, I'm going to listen and try to figure it out. And I have mm-hmm. not figured it out. Still, I will probably just by default say the penguin because I feel like he has the weakest of the stories. But
1: I don't. know, He had a giant cassowary, man. Did I
0: don't
1: know. um? Let's. It might be. And part of me
0: might even go with Batman just because Batman doesn't really do. True. But at the end of with him, the Catwoman's too good. I'm gonna say uh, Commissioner Gordon because he doesn't do. He's just there and doesn't do anything. He's just, in the episode. He's, he's just a cat. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Re- really, nobody really deserves the award. Nope. So I'm just, we're just we're just throwing stuff out there. Well, Jimmy, it's time. Let's get nuts. Nice now. Now you want to get nuts come on let's get nuts what are your favorite moments of this show and remember we can't go three hours long
1: so I just wrote a bunch of things and I've probably already said them and we've said them in some way so yeah just, I'll probably there's, interject there's random times things too. like a child at Christmas so and I've just got this poison ivy sauntering in, wearing a cat a hat and trench coat. Fantastic! And uh, her Halloween outfit, which Diamond Select did the thing, and I got to get that. Uh, her uh, uh, Joker calling her Pam I always like when he does that. Oh, cool! Yeah, uh, ex- I love the exploding, of exploding pumpkins. That uh, was great. Trees would have been cool too, but I'm down with pumpkins. Um, <laughs> the giant penny, and they actually let him keep it. I like two faces <laughs> line on that. Uh, everyone <laughs> making fun of Penguin's big birdhouse. I still wonder why <laughs>
0: Batman wanted to keep it. Is it like a trophy, maybe? It seems like
1: it's beyond him to keep things. Yeah, like that, yeah. But like I don't know. I think it's funny. Uh, Harley on drums doing a, rump, a rim shot.
0: Fantastic. <laughs>
1: yep. Uh, Tonight Show parody bumpers with the Joker's grin on them.
0: Fantastic.
1: Amazing. Uh, everything about the electric chair, the Pussykins cat food company.
0: Hey, forgot about that. That's I feel perfect.
1: Feel like Deanie got something over him. Yep, yep. The couldn't
0: couldn't burn Christmas trees, but we can do Pussy we can Do pussycats.
1: <laughs> Again, I mentioned the swinging light that reveals the Batman is is Killer Croc. Classic. Uh, When uh, this is low key, one of my favorite things, when Batman grabs Harley, pulls her off screen and there's a light sound effect of a punch. I'm sorry. I love it. Don't cancel me. Violence against women is always wrong. But I just (laughs) love that there's a light. I mean, hell, Ben Affleck punched Harley in the face in one of those. Oh, uh, Suicide suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. David Ayers. And how dare he do that to Margot Robbie? But I, I like when he just pulls her off screen and there's a punch.
0: I love it. Fantastic. Yep. My uh I've got a bunch of different things too. Uh the shots of just the villain's hands at the beginning playing yep. with the cards. And they all great. have their stick like yeah. uh, two uh, faces Face half has and half. two and two yeah. of everything. Mm-hmm. Um Poison Ivy holding her own at that table is great. Mm-hmm. The whole framing <sighs> of the story of course is perfect. Ivy's look in the flashback you mentioned. Uh we get to see how Batman gets that penny. Um Batman flying through the air on the penny looked great. Like mm-hmm. the animation was fantastic uh
1: now can i Now you didn't say earlier i thought maybe you would wait have we gotten to oh we haven't got we to martha to moments Moog. yet we're gonna get so, there okay so we'll get to that sorry
0: i think the animation is great in most of it but there's something i will i have to go off about in a minute oh, um where are we at uh knowing batman is croc the entire time and he starts to tell his story about the rock just the throwing the rock just makes me uh giggle uh batman defeating the birds <laughs> with the water is fun uh J- joker hosting a night show and uh a tonight show in black and white is classic catwoman helping batman is great uh harley as joker's ed mcmahon is perfect joker cheating to win the card game is on brand and all the, just the big switch of all the cops being at the game uh, at the card game is you know that's unforgettable and of course, the closing scene with Catwoman is one of the best scenes in Batman: The Animated Series history.
1: There's even like a cop dressed like a, a like a sexy lady. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and she has like a red dress or something on there, and it's just like great. Yeah, all that animation of people like pulling guns and stuff—it's just great. And Bullock's there, and it's uh, 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 maybe that was Montoya. I'm gonna say that's Montoya
0: all mm-hmm. dressed all hot there. So
1: everybody was there. It was great.
0: Well, Jimmy, we've talked about all of our favorite moments, and there are a lot of them. But Jimmy, what are your? Martha moments. Martha, why did you say that name? Oh, stop! Please, stop! Why did you say that name? It's his
1: mother's name. Brandon, nobody got him. With the whole episode, no one got him.
0: I see what you did there.
1: No one got him. I really don't have a whole lot to... I, I thought maybe you might have... There's
0: one that I've talked issue. about for, like a, uh, for a while.
1: I was like... Could Batman cut the ropes with that penny? Oh, I didn't is think of that, that, that. I always found that
0: well, that penny was like really jagged. Jagged. And
1: stuff. I, I watched it again, and I'm like, nah, I can't even. Yeah, really I remember call seeing. That uh,
0: out. I saw that last night. I was like, oh, that. I forgot he cut it the ropes with it, but I was like, oh, that.
1: But that works. Coin looks
0: haggard. That works. Just as it a, worked, as a it story
1: thing, like oh, he's got the coin. Like it, you can sit there and go, well, look, look, but yeah, it just works. I just couldn't come up with anything, Brandon. Do you have some things?
0: Um, I still have questions about the whole. How did Batman look like Killer Croc? But oh. I'm I'm willing to let that one slide. Mm-hmm. But there is one. The thing artsy
1: of, reveal makes it okay. but Yeah, go
0: ahead. yeah. There's one thing of the episode that absolutely drives me nuts every time I watch it. Batman's nose, the nose on the cow,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is sticking out like a beak of, like, like, some kind of Birdman or something the entire episode. And it's distracting as hell. Animation, a hate it off. It. The model's uh, off, I guess. The model of Batman is mm-hmm. very off in this episode. Luckily, he's not in it too much, so it doesn't yeah. bother me as much. But his the nose just gets on my nerves. Uh, have, have you noticed the nose on there? I don't think so. I don't think well, that's so. Good. That's good. Check it It'll, a little bit later, check it out and just uh, gaze at it for a minute. No, gaze at Batman's <laughs> beak and but, nose. But other than that, that's my only Martha moment, because this episode is pretty stellar. Uh, on every episode, we grade each episode between one and five, how much we like it. Five being that we absolutely loved it, one being we absolutely did not. What is our grading skill this time?
1: Brandon, we are going with poisonous hummingbirds, <laughs> poisonous hummingbird beaks in the aviary of doom. At this point, I just like to make these silly. So Brandon has to write them down.
0: I can't find my thing. <laughs> now we have, we're kind of stopping. Well, just, just go. Just go ahead. <laughs> we're stopping. How many Brandon poisonous writes... <laughs> hum- hummingbirds in conservatories or whatever did you give it? I, I
1: mean, this is the best episode of the show.
0: Oh yeah, it's it's five out of five. It's five out of those. five. Like it's, this part it's of it,
1: this part of it is just like okay, I'm throwing my papers up in the air like it's the last day of school, like it's five out of five. It's almost got them. We named a podcast after it. Of course, it's a perfect episode. Um, do you have? Do you have any? You're gonna say five out of five. Oh, two. it's five out of okay, five. Okay.
0: Well, five out of five. Easy. Yeah. It's like I said overall. I need to
1: hear you say like I love
0: Heart of Ice, but I think. I think there's some minor flaws with Heart of Ice. I think this is a flawless piece of television. I
1: need you to say five out of five poisonous hummingbirds. Five beets. out of five poisonous
0: hummingbirds in a conservatory. Oh, hummingbird beaks. Hummingbird beaks. <laughs> you have you're, 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 been very unkind to me today. Yeah, why not? This and scripts. Yeah. Now, Jimmy, this episode had a lot of villains in it, and I thought I would go ahead and... Since this is a special episode, I have a little special segment. Mm-hmm. Um, there are seven villains in this episode. Joker, Harley Quinn, Two-Face, Catwoman, the Penguin, Poison Ivy, Killer Croc. So I am going to tell you my favorite comic story that each one of these uh, villains have appeared in. Okay. And then I'm going to tell you my favorite episode of theirs of uh, Batman the Animated ser- Series series. But Almost Got Him is excluded. You, we, It has to be a different one. A different one. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you for your favorite episode of each villain He's in Using all the, series. Of the characters. Yes. Yes. So first, we're going to go with the big one himself, Joker. I'm, uh, I'm going to first talk about Joker's, my favorite Joker comic book. I know a lot of people... Uh, consider the Killing Joke, the standard, which was by Al- Alan Moore and Brian Boland. But my favorite Joker story is simply is a graphic novel called Joker. It's brought by, by Brian Azzarello and Lee Bermejo. Uh, it's an unofficial sequel to The Dark Knight with Heath Ledger, so it's like his version of the Joker. Okay. Um. And and Batman's only in maybe five pages of the book, but it's. Kind of how uh, he goes through life and becomes like a huge uh, uh, criminal after getting out of Arkham. It's very good. Like I said, it's the Heath uh, Ledger version of the Joker. So it has a little bit of an added nuance. Um, Jimmy, what is your favorite Joker episode that's not Almost Got Him?
1: Oh, heck. Um, Favorite Joker episode. Um I really like everything that I know he's pretty toxic in that episode, but I love him in, Har- in the heart and the heart. Is that one called Harley and Ivy?
0: Harley and Ivy. Yes.
1: Yeah. That one jumps directly to mind. Uh, I'm trying to think just as a lone Joker episode. Um,
0: I picked uh, Joker's favor. I've really like. Okay, that one. Yeah. That's I the know one. With- I know giant a lot of- cake. Giant cake? Yeah. Giant okay. Cake. Giant cake. Yes. I know a lot of people like Jokerfish. I haven't seen Jokerfish in a while, uh, but. I'm looking forward to that one, but yeah, so I would say Joker's favorite is my favorite one. Technically, if you want to get technical, my favorite one would be Master of the Phantasm, but it's, yes. you know, it's a, it's a movie. It's kind of its own thing, but he's absolutely awesome in that. Um, next up, Harley Quinn, my favorite Harley Quinn comic story would be the recent, uh, uh my favorite Harley Quinn story would be James Tenyon's first year on Batman. Uh, that's, there's two stories during that year that are kind of connected. They're called "Their Dark Designs" and "The Joker War." The reason I love that story so much is Harley basically becomes a, a good guy and part of the Batman family. Of in that well, year kind of, of storytelling. that in the animated thing? Yeah, yeah, that is a very recent thing. So yeah, we uh, that would be my favorite Harley Quinn comic story. What is your favorite Harley Quinn episode of Batman the Animated Series? I think I know what it's gonna be. Cause I think I picked the same one. Um, Unless you really like Harley Quinnade, which I hear is really good. Well,
1: I'm trying to because I like Harley Quinnade and I like Harley's Holiday. I'm trying to figure out which one it is that I like the the more the most. It's it's one of those brands. Oh really?
0: <laughs> my my favorite is uh my favorite is uh Harley and Ivy. For some reason, you can put Harvey and Ivy on my paper here.
1: <laughs> I always like the one where it ends where Batman because it's basically Harley having a bad day. And he's like, I had a bad day once. There's one thing I got to know. I just stay with me all day, risking your butt for someone who's never given you anything but trouble. I know what it's like to try and rebuild a life. I had a bad day, too, once. Yeah. And like, I just love that interaction. It's great. Uh, I've yeah. always loved it. And I think at the end, Pam is a uh, poison ivy is there and like has a look and Harley's like you yeah, fuck yourself. It's like a quick thing, <laughs> um, but I think that's my favorite because I love that particular. Is that the one where she has the with the jackals or with the with the, the hyenas? Uh, the hyenas uh, or is might it be is that, I think it. I, I think, think it's, it's that's holiday. Harley. Is That holiday. Because the, that's where she's in a store and she's like kind yeah. of she's like having fun with with the, her pets and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I think it's. But I think it's Harley A. I
0: No, a lot of people. Did you ever see um, what it, Mad Love from the new Batman? Uh, yes. Yes. I. So I think that's I watched the other that not really critically though. acclaimed one yeah. of that run um I, I haven't seen that in years so, but
1: i, I watched think. it not too long ago um but that's in it, it's when the animations change yeah i didn't i i still haven't seen all the new it's Batman a newer adventures. it's that newer joker which i think that sort of holds it back but
0: N- next up we got 2 Face. my the greatest 2 Face comic this is one a lot of big comic creators will probably agree on was the long halloween by jeff Loeb and tim mm-hmm. sale he's the kind of center attraction of that uh Story, the Dark Knight, which features, you know, the iconic line of "I believe in Harvey Dent," that all came from, from the Long Halloween. Uh, Jimmy, what's your favorite Two Face story, or two? What is your favorite Two Face episode of Batman the animated series?
1: I think it's the it's Two Face. Yeah, Two the, Face Part One and two is what yeah, I the, also It's a two parter, yeah.
0: It that's that's classic, and that story, not just the best Two Face episode, but probably my favorite uh to face story of all time in yeah. any me- media. Next up we got Poison Ivy. Uh my my favorite Poison Ivy comic is a story called Everyone Loves Ivy by Tom King and Mikhail J- Jainan. Uh Ivy basically takes over everybody in the world from that has ever eaten a vegetable or plant based meal in their life. And she takes over everybody except for Batman and Catwoman. And Interesting. so Batman has to take on the entire world. It's a fun little like three part story and it's really good. It It ends with uh, Ivy having to go to therapy because she's uh, she basically has had a mental breakdown. And, and uh, Harley Quinn is the one that convinced her to go and to get help, which is really, really good. It came out, I think, in like 2017 or something like that. Uh, next up, uh, we have poison ivy's best episode of batman the anime series uh which one would be your favorite it's probably harley and nah, same yeah same here i don't yeah. think she's had a lot of she has a lot of fantastic episodes with the show um because honestly my favorite episode of hers would probably be almost got overall i think so too because she yeah. just handles so well in it
1: the 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 the, the, Har- the harvey and her stuff is yeah. really good and it just kind of sticks out to me so.
0: Next up, we have The Penguin. My favorite Penguin comic is called... This one actually came out a month and a half ago. It's called One Bad Day uh, The Penguin, which is by John Ridley and Giuseppe Comagoli. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, Basically, the story is Cobblepot loses it all and has to get its empire back with no henchmen and only three bullets and a gun. So, And actually, at the beginning, he doesn't even have a gun. He has to steal a gun. So... It he basically it's the opposite of it's basically a rags to riches story, where he uh, takes uh, where he goes after the guy that took his spot as kind of the criminal kingpin of Gotham City. Interesting. Uh, do you have a favorite Penguin episode of Batman the MMA series? I know those are kind of hard to come by.
1: Yeah, there is that one. I'm trying to find it. But is it uh, birds of I'm a feather. Is birds that the of one of where feather? he is that the one where he goes straight? Yeah. Okay, that's, that's my pick.
0: I forgot about it and I started looking things up. I was like, oh wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, he went, he goes straight. He falls in love with this, like, yes. socialite, and she kind of screws him over.
1: Yeah, which is like, there's an episode, uh, well, there's an episode of '66 called Birds of Feather, but there's also one that's kind of similar where, uh, Burgess Meredith, uh, is into this lady, but he's kind of, she's really into him. It's the opposite. Yeah. Like, she's really into him, and, she, and he kind of screws her over. Um, but yeah, that's my favorite episode. It's just the way because you—it's the only time in this, this show where I sort of find the Penguin to be relatable. Yeah. Um, yeah, that has to be that one. No question. Yeah.
0: Next up, we have Killer Croc. My favorite Killer Croc comic is actually Batman Earth One, Book Two, It's by Jeff Johns and Gary Frank. And that, uh, in that book, it's, it's it takes place in an alternate timeline that was supposed to be, you know, for like new readers and stuff. And Killer Croc in that one is actually more of a misunderstood guy. He's actually a good guy and who becomes a partner of Batman's in it, which is kind of a fun little twist on the character. What is your favorite Killer Croc episode of Batman the Animated Series, Jimmy?
1: Mm, and I can't use this one. <laughs> um, I, I don't I don't really know. I had to um, cheat on this one. What 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 did you say?
0: I picked Trial just because I love the oh, episode cause he's Trial. Oh, because he's in and Trial. He's okay. in Trial, yes. Yeah, the probably Killer probably Croc episodes usually have always kind of like bored me a little bit.
1: Yeah, I was never really a Killer Croc
0: guy. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then finally, we have Catwoman. Uh, my favorite Catwoman comic would be, I mentioned this earlier, was uh, Hush by Jeff Loeb and Jim Lee. That is the book where Batman finally says, screw it, I'm going to kiss Catwoman and we're going to try dating briefly. Um, th- the story, there's a lot more to that story. Uh, basically, a new villain called Hush comes out of nowhere and he obviously knows Bruce Wayne as Batman and he ends up getting almost every single big Batman villain to be a part of some big, like, game or whatever. Um, we We also find out, like, the spoiler, the Riddler into being the mastermind of it all and kind of pulling this new character strings. It's a really, really good tale and has amazing, amazing art by Jim Lee. So definitely should check that out. I know Warner Brothers did an animated feature of it. It's on HBO Max, but it is not that great. They change a little bit too much in it uh, for my liking. Uh, What is your favorite episode uh, that Catwoman is in? And Batman the animated series, but you can't pick almost got him, which you I mentioned earlier. I can't pick almost got him. Yeah.
1: Um, well, it's I don't think it's the one where she turns into like a sexy tiger person. I hate that one is so that tiger, much. Tiger, 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 tiger. I think it's that one. Um, probably what, what was the is the first one she was in the Cat and the Claw.
0: Yeah, The Cat and the Claw, which I, is pretty decent.
1: I I guess it's that one.
0: So that's what I was gonna go with originally, but then I remembered she is in one of my favorite episodes. She doesn't do anything as Catwoman, but Selena Kyle's in the episode Per oh, chance, chance to Dream, to dream I'm okay. picking for my favorite Catwoman episode. I would still go with the Cat and the Claw, probably. Cat and the Claw is really good. So, Jimmy, do you have any final thoughts on Almost Got Him before we head out?
1: Well, what what more can we say <laughs> about our pretty much our favorite episode of the show? And, uh, Our namesake, uh, the and the namesake to, of the podcast. <laughs> we chose to name the podcast this. So um, uh, again, I, I'm thinking back to when I was a kid and I was like, all the villains are together. Oh, my gosh. It was a huge thing. And it still is kind of a huge thing. And um, you watch this and you're like, this is why. Well, this is why this is endured for yeah, all this yeah. time. 30,
0: 30 years. And it's still.
1: Yeah. And the characters in general. It's just like everything, as I've said, everything is just personified. Everything's sort of perfect. Um, and even Batman, too.
0: Are. Yeah, everything's on brand. Obviously, because this was all a big plan of his to, you know, ca- capture them with all the, the Gotham CD, PD, and it's just, it's, the whole episode's great.
1: And the idea of what do the villains do when they're not villain yeah. villaining. they just, they just hang out and, they and just play cards. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And Joker steals their money, of course. Now, Jimmy, how can uh, people uh, keep in touch with us?
1: Well, uh, if you, be, uh, you want to be, you if you want your cut, if you want to be dealed into what we're doing.
0: See what you did there. Uh,
1: yep, you can, of course, uh, as I said, go on to YouTube, to IAP Films, and there, the episodes are there. Um, but really, the better way to do that is if you're on your podcatcher of choice, the uh, the Spotify's. Uh, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Just go in there and look for Almost Got Him, uh, podcast about Batman the Animated Series, and you'll find us there. You can uh, follow or leave a comment. Um, that really helps us out. Yeah. Uh, also, you can go online to our Facebook page. Yes. yes. Uh, Almost Got him is on Facebook. And uh, click like on that. So you'll get all the updates when new episodes post. And uh, just, you know, little tidbits and news. Uh, everything that's uh, all the bat news. Sounds. Be there.
0: That sounds perfect. Sounds perfect. Well, next time we join each other, we will take on another classic episode of Batman the Animated Series. Are you ready to deal me in again? Uh, Go fish. (laughs) Almost got him.
1: Thank you for listening to Almost Got Him, a Batman the Animated Series podcast. Anyone else want to go?